Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. This episode is brought to you in part by Noom. Forget one-size-fits-all diets. With Noom, you get a personalized weight loss plan that's tailored to your lifestyle. No food is off-limits. Enjoy your favorites while discovering healthier habits. Noom's users love the flexible approach, blending psychology and biology to help you lose weight in a way that's sustainable for you. And great news for foodies. Noom just released the Noom Kitchen Cookbook with 100 delicious, healthy recipes. Stay focused on what's important to you with Noom's psychology and biology-based approach. Sign up for your trial today at Noom.com. That's N-O-O-M. Com. Grab your copy of The Noom Kitchen wherever books are sold. Hello, celebrity gossip enthusiasts. I'm Us Weekly's entertainment director, Travis Curtin, and you're tuned in to Us Weekly's Hot Hollywood Podcast, the podcast where we break down all of Hollywood's hottest stories so when someone says, who's Brad Pitt dating? You will know all the answers. Well, it would just be me speaking at a camera like a crazy person if I didn't have my two amazing co-hosts here. We have the birthday girl, the effervescent and amazing Gwen Flamberg. Well, thank you, Trav. I believe in a rolling birthday. I just try to like yes. celebrate all month. Why not? You really do. Spicy. At years old, you look amazing. True, true. Put this in the comments. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I, I dare you to. Go for it. I love playing that game. <laughs> and we have the hardest working on staff, hardest working baby woman I've ever seen, deputy editor of usmagazine.com, Sarah Hero. Hi, Trav. I have been working way too hard lately. I, we're due, I'm due for a vacation, which you know I have planned already. You did. She's been dormant <laughs> for too long, everybody. It's, it's time. Well, we have a lot of news together. We have hot to get through. We have hot new hookups. We have really tragic uh, mothers abandoning their children stories. We have surprise proposals. What don't we have today? But let us start with our woes of the week. These are the stories plucked from the headlines that our co-host and myself just clapped. I have pearls on. We clapped our actual pearls. Wow. Clutch. Clutch them. Clutch them. Clutch them. I couldn't even believe it. <laughs> well, pop it off. Gwen Flamberg, what story made you go woe well this week? Oh my God, you guys. It is uh, fashion month. Yes, you know, it it's like forget fashion week. Now it's fashion month where there are, you know, the international fashion weeks around the world. It all sort of comes together in one pretty little, very fashionable <laughs> package. But guys, I mean, Milan served up some oh, amazing, yeah. Yeah. interesting things. Kim Kardashian curating, creative directing the Dolce & Gabbana show. Yeah, them Interwebs. trying to apologize for their racism and homophobia Had by lot, getting a big celebrity. A lot to say about that. I just don't understand, like, you know, it must have been part of the deal with the wedding. Like, oh, yes, let, uh, let us oh, dress. Wedding? Yes, yeah. let us dress you all. Yeah. And then was negotiated that Kim would creative direct the show. Also, so weird that Chloe was wearing the outfit that Kim wore to the wedding. I thought at that the too. Show. And, but I mean, the best part limited of that number, thing. as we discussed before, the pieces that the family wore to the wedding were, were archival pieces, oh. but they were recreations of right. archival pieces because those girls don't have model bodies. No, sorry, especially '90s models' bodies. So there's only <laughs> a limited. Trying. They're really trying hard, and so are their plastic surgeons. But they're mm -hmm. really, really. Um, 
there are only a couple of pieces that they could fit into and they're you know really trying hard to it's true so that's why that was a rewrite but that is not ultimately what made me go whoa this week you guys I know what it was going to be I'm excited about it Paris Fashion Week is on and the legend there is Cher we knew it star Mamma Mia 2 the Balmain show I mean Cher who knew fantastic yes an icon who was over 70 you know Cher is Cher she just was wearing Balmain which like let's just discuss that before there was the Balenciaga moment, the Kardashians, Kim would wear Balmain. Yeah, of When course. Kanye had his Olivier Roosting, yeah. whatever. Um, <laughs> um, Cher looked better than any Kardashian oh in that one piece that was super futuristic, almost like a latex material. It had knee pads, for God's sakes. Everybody was super shocked and surprised. Yes. Bravo to Balmain for the most notable uh, moment during Par- Paris Fashion Week, or maybe even all of fashion Absolutely. month. Bravo. My also Bravo, hushed my pearls Bravo. when I saw Cher closing dying. that show. I mean, dying. I was like, oh my God, I couldn't get my fingers onto that Slack messaging <laughs> any quicker. Yeah. And it was early this morning. You just wasted no time. I think I sent that last night. Oh, it was last night. I sent it. I sent it actually when it happened. Live. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, that was an amazing moment. And Cher looks good for like 30, 40, anything. I mean, over 70, hot damn. I mean, she well, has combated age her whole life. Yes. But she looks so good. Yeah, and she looks, Happy she's too. not as read thin as she's been. Like, right. she is actually the picture right. of someone with Cher's body right. aging gracefully. Mm-hmm. So, I, I, you know, I just, listen, I, I want to be Cher. Mm-hmm. I want to be Cher when I grow up. Same. Oh. I'll have what she's having. I'll stop. Yeah, mm-hmm. talking about doctors putting in overtime. <laughs> Sarah Huron, um, I hope yours is about an iconic diva who has had hits for the last six decades. Not at all, okay. actually. Um, <laughs> Megan King, who hasn't actually done much, <laughs> let alone is iconic. But anyways, however, you guys know Megan King, formerly of the Rosses of Orange County. Of course. Uh, She was married for two months to Joe Biden's nephew. Cuffy. Cuffy. Cuffy Owens. Cuffy. And listen, the annulment was finalized in July, but that doesn't mean we had all the answers then. We were still wondering, like, why did they get married after knowing each other for three weeks? What what was it like having Mm -hmm. Joe Biden at your wedding? And Mm -hmm. Megan King finally delivered. She answered an exclusive interview with Us Weekly, and I just wanted to read you some of these quotes. She said, he gave me a crystal bowl, like with the presidential seal. And she showed our reporter, Christina, the, the bowl. So she had it like on hand ready yep. to show. In sure. Yep. Yeah, I mean, listen, that's like an Emmy. You just have that thing front and center. And Kamala Harris wrote me a note. It was weird because there were Secret Service everywhere. There were snipers. And the craziest moment for me was when my daughter, who's five, went, Mommy, what are all these guys doing? Um, and she tried to explain to her, well, you know, that's the president. And she was like, no, it's not. Whatever. And then she said, the wedding day was great. It was so much fun and intimate. His family is wonderful. I mean, I don't have a bad thing to say about the Bidens at all. They're so warm and normal and welcoming. It felt like family. So why did it fall apart after <laughs> two months, you might ask? According to Megan, who this was her third marriage, claimed she didn't want to rush at all. She never even wanted to get married again. But Cuff insisted on getting married again. Mm. And she said, I have such a big heart and I just want my partner to be happy. And I know what it's like to go into a relationship that already has a family. I have three kids. I did that with Jimmy because he had four kids when I went to that relationship. So I know what it's like to want to be a part of that unit. So just some fun little answers about the um, King Edmonds, Owens, Biden nuptials that rocked the world last year. 
I mean, listen, everything just happened so quickly now that who even remember? It's one of those things I like to bring up at all times. When I can bring yep. up the fact that Megan King was married to Cuff Owens for two months, I will find a chance. Yeah. I like it. She I was like almost it. our first lady adjacent. She was. She I still mean, is to me. Yeah, she, she I mean, listen, is. even if you have an annulment, you were still married for an itty bitty yes. teeny tiny piece of time. And we just love a former reality star who does anything to stay in the news here at Us Weekly. Absolutely. Queens in our eyes. She tried to get an ultimate girls trip. Andy didn't get back to her in time. So hopefully season four rolls around and we have Megan King, you know, showing up at whatever at Bluestone Manor. Wow. Well, I'm, I still feel like we need more answers. I want to hear from Cuffy. Oh, always. I, if I you want to hear please, from Cuffy. Can Cuffee. you write the book? Can you write please, a memoir? Please write a memoir. I will ghostwrite your memoir, Cuffy. I think you need to offer to ghostwrite it. This is my formal he doesn't, thing. He doesn't seem to me like a studious. He's going to sit at the with the old inkwell to write a novel no. kind of a guy. And he Just wants saying. it done in two weeks. Yeah, Just like his marriages. Listen, that would be great. I can do it. Well, my will of the week goes to Mr. Kanye West. Oh. For a couple reasons. Um, did you see his new Instagram avatar? Yes, it's Chris Jenner. It is Chris oh Jenner. Oh my gosh, I didn't see it. Yeah. It did. He changed it to Chris Jenner, and she but it's see. not. It's not shady. He said, it's "I posted. Qu- I posted Chris with thoughts of peace and respect. Let's change the narrative." He wrote on his Instagram. Um, it is the same one that she is using for her account. But that is not the only thing that made me go well about Kanye West. Is that he wore black socks with bedazzled <laughs> flip flops to the Burberry show. Now Kanye West. Uh, considers himself an arbiter of fashion. I always think he sort of looks like crap. He's wearing those same boots and sweatshirts. It's sweatshirts are not really fashion to me. They are to me. Uh, the, okay, they are to Sarah. <laughs> but the black sweatshirts, I'm like, you're not a fashion revolutionary. Maybe he's going for an Andy Warhol thing where he wears the same thing all the time. I don't know. But bedazzled flip-flops with black socks. Uh, 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 it's such a fashion episode today. I can't really help. It's fashion month. It is. <laughs> so bedazzled flip-flops, usually I, I love, but over black socks and worn with an all-black outfit to a Burberry show. No, not my, not my cup of tea. I know we're going to get into the news, but just in a, Chloe is one of them. But at that show, the Kim show, mm-hmm. my favorite part of that was that she was spotted with the actor from um, 365, <gasps> 365 Days. Very interesting. Not dating, apparently. But that photo was very like steamy. Given her eyes, they sat next to her at the show. Like we need, and the fact that the internet was so quick to jump on it, like we just, everyone wants the best for Chloe. And yeah. I feel like it's true. And I ship. I, I ship too. And the best thing about that party, I was talking to someone who was there and when the party was like 11 p.m., they had 150 waiters come out with closed bowls and handed everybody Dolce & Gabbana pasta. Ooh, oh isn't God. that incredible? Yes. Like, like be our guest. Yeah, I love a little pasta in a cloche bowl. Yeah, a cloche bowl pasta for the entire party. I mean, mm. I think that needs to be talked about more. I'm glad I'm bringing it some light. Well, let's start off with Chloe, guys. Let's, let's bust into the news. Mm. Chloe, the Kardashians are back on Hulu, and it is finally the Marlene Nichols personal trainer who is caring to term and gave birth to Tristan's baby. While Chloe baby and Theo. Tristan, baby Theo, while Chloe and Tristan were getting their surrogate pregnant. I mean. Who could imagine a worse time? Nobody, but this is what happens with Chloe and Tristan. So we are finally seeing it play out on the Kardashians on Hulu. Um, but we were, she sort of gagged me a little bit when she says that he proposed, yes. had a secret proposal to her and she said no. Chloe says, the fact that he, or Kim said, the fact that he, he proposed and you never told us, I asked him months later, Kim said to Chloe. She says, Chloe says, oh, 
It, I did it months ago. She didn't tell Tristan. you. Tristan said, "Sorry." Tristan said, "Oh, I did it months ago." She didn't tell you. Turns out that Tristan Thompson popped the question in December 2020, but Chloe turned down because she didn't feel proud of him. She says she didn't feel proud of the relationship. She didn't want to scream it from the rooftop, so she turned him down in December 2020. Good idea, Chloe. We love to see it happen. But that wasn't the only thing that Chloe. The storyline was centered around Chloe. They were talking about her weight, which has gone down, down, down. And she had a show on E called Revenge Body, so I get that、mm-hmm. that's part of it. A book called Strong Looks Better Naked that I did read. Strong. Oh yeah, I bet it was great.、Um, and Kim said to Chloe, she says, "You look very skinny."、Um, I will say that Kendall and Cli- Chloe, not that I'm trying to out them, Kendall but and Kylie. Kendall and Kylie, not trying to out them, but did text me and say they were a little concerned for you because you're really skinny.、Mm. I think she's a bit stressed, and I think that she and Chloe interjected the model,、um, and they just went back and forth with us talking about how skinny Chloe is, and I mean they're not wrong. You know, listen. I watched the first episode of the Kardashians. Obviously, the first episode、yeah. made me cry. I cried twice. I don't know why. Something about Chloe. She、yeah. really just seemed like she always is like tries to put the positive spin on things. She's、yeah. been through so much. I know、yeah. it's partly her fault because why ever give this man another chance? I understand, but she really did just feel broken on a different level. And like her family、mm-hmm. really had to try to get her like excited. Not that she wasn't excited about welcoming this kid, but like it was just so dark, so sad, so sad. So I cried, and I just feel like Chloe has always been the strong one, and she、yeah. really did break. This broke her.、Um, And the skinny stuff was just really sad and kind of depressing because, you know, they were saying in a way of concern, and of course, Chloe was like, "The model thinks I'm skinny. That's amazing." Like she was like honored, and like I get it, but like also that's just like really dark, and it was icky, and it was a lot.、Um, it's and, like you can't control anything, so she's controlling her weight. Yeah,、vibes. it's there's there's and like working out has always been a form of stress relief for Chloe. I yeah, get it, but、yeah. like she's also really tall, and like she did look. Quite thin and just very broken and sad and like not herself on these、mm. episodes. You're right. What's so tragic is she tries to put a positive spin on everything.、Yeah. And I watched a few clips. I didn't watch the full episode, but she was just trying to make the best of the worst situation that could ever well, happen. Well, she always does. And this time, the family had to like force her to try to do that. Like this is、mm. that's Chloe's mo. And this, especially the first episode, only focused Chloe. And it did like more recent episodes, and、mm-hmm. then there are more recent months, and then they're going back. To like what happened before that, because they wanted to kind of get it all over with. But there's still obviously she's still dealing with it. Yeah. So there's like nuggets of it, but she never talks about how she was having a kid, except for in the first episode, because it's like kind of like the reveal. Yeah. She, we don't know the name, but she said she wanted to name it something with a T, because true and、mm-hmm. whatever. But Emily Nichols went with Theo <laughs> for her kid. So it's, it's all so, so sad. I do feel, guys, that the Hulu show is more. It's like a little deeper. Oh, like it's、dark. more、mm-hmm. emotional. It's like a docu series.、Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, their、good. lives are like a little darker right now. Yeah. True, <laughs> but I just feel like the old show was just like them eating salads and talking shit. Yeah, totally. Yeah. yeah. Well, I can't wait for most of it. It really is like a docu series. It's、yeah. interesting. I love the stories that are coming out of it. Well, you know, people always ask me, "Is Haley Bieber a homewrecker?" And I have to say, I don't know. But now we do. Haley Bieber was on the call. Her daddy. You still think she is? Maybe we'll get into it. Okay. So she was on the Call Her Daddy podcast, which is just wildly successful.、Yeah. Uh, good job to them.、Um, shout out to you. Shout out to See you. See on the charts. We're coming for you. And Alex Cooper, who's the host, yeah, talked about Haley being labeled a homewrecker, and that there was a theory that prior to her marriage to Justin Bieber, she was seeing that he was seeing her and Selena Gomez. At the same time, and Hailey Bieber shot that down with a firm no, and that is all. Hailey continued. She says, "When him and I ever started even like hooking up or anything of the sort, he was not ever in a relationship ever at any point. It's not my character to mess with someone's relationship. I would just never do that." 
And of course, they were talking about Selegend. I like to call her Selena Gomez, Jelena, and they dated for so long, from 2010 to 2017. And uh, Justin Bieber was engaged to Haley in 2018. Now, uh, <laughs> there's a little bit of an overlap in terms of this time. Little, what do, what do you think? Okay, so I remember this like it was yesterday when Selena Gomez and The Weeknd <laughs> yeah, broke up, yeah. and all of a sudden, her and Justin Bieber were riding bikes. They were riding again. bikes. Yeah. I remember the pictures. They looked so happy. They looked so happy. And it was like break the internet because yeah, had been was in this cute. decade on and off, and they mm -hmm. were back on. And it was like, whoa, what's happening? And the weekend was all like, what the hell? Like he was like, he was upset. in love with Selena. He was in love with Selena, and he had to go back to Bella for a hot minute. Yeah. So then we get to like February of that year, and Selena's at Justin's dad's wedding with her. Like it carried mm -hmm. over into 2018, and then they break up in April, and all of a sudden in June he's engaged to Haley, or July, and they're married in September. I don't care what you say; it's a sketchy timeline. And the thing that really made me mad and. Sorry, Haley Bieber, I'm just a Selena Gomez girly. Is she said that Alex Cooper asked her, has you and Justin ever asked Selena? Because Selena fans, you know, they've gone too far. They Absolutely. Have totally harassed Haley. Well, it's not yeah, cool. The no. yelling at her at the yeah. Met Gala, the commenting, like horrible things on her profile, like mm -hmm. get a life, people, sorry. But I will say, Alex Cooper asked, have you and Justin ever asked Selena Gomez to like put out a statement or like ask her fans to chill? And she said no. And she was like, has Selena ever done that? She was like, no, if she wanted to, that'd be great, but she doesn't owe me anything. That's not true. Yeah, she Selena did that. Selena has done that more than once. She has said a million times, I don't support women putting out other women. She's avoided using Haley's name, I think specifically, probably to try not to feed into it even more. She's definitely addressed it to her fans. But she's definitely told her fans a thousand times to stop flooding Haley's DMs. She can't control these people. I'm sorry. No, she can't. Totally. But you know, there is like bullying going totally. on and Absolutely. it's a bit out of control. However, Doing you know, this interview is not going to help you, Haley Bieber. Nobody knows <laughs> what relationships are really like. Like we don't know if Justin and Selena had if they were exclusive. <laughs> Listen, broken up and seeing each other a little it's bit. It's totally oh no no, it's totally totally messy. Haley Bieber has so much god in her game that I just don't mm -hmm. think that she would do something to really hurt somebody else. Mm -hmm. um, but I also think that like Haley and Justin were way too young to like jump into marriage. But now they're still married four years later, which is truly shocking. Yeah. And the other They've shocking, been through a lot too, yeah, a lot. Yeah, He's like have. a lot of ups and downs. But the most shocking thing I thought actually was that she, well, all the quote she gave other sex lives was just too oh, much for I me to handle. Too much, but it was call yeah. her daddy, you it, guys. It, well, it, the transition call her daddy. was wild. It yeah. went from all this stuff. Then they're like, you know, do you like him in the morning or at night? And then it was like, you know, it's sexy voting. And they tried to make it into like, Haley Bieber was there to promote voting. I'm like, first of all, Alex Cooper, I don't know if you vote. Sexy Second voting. Second of all, exactly. like, what are we And by the way, if you vote, I don't want to know how you vote. But that was wild. That's a whole other. But what was interesting is she said that um, Justin and Selena and Haley have spoken to each other. Yeah. Since the wedding. So I would love yeah. to know the details of that conversation. It's another one of those things. It's like, they give us just enough. It's like, if you're going to do this, give me absolutely every detail or don't tell me anything. Well, and that's she says, that's why it's like all respect. It's yeah, all love sure. because they have all spoken. But Selena has a documentary coming out on, on Apple on Apple TV Plus in November. And I hope maybe we get her side. It could be I feel like she never talks about She's Justin. Just, she talks very vaguely about like, mental health. And she also mm -hmm. kind of implied that he, not about mental health. She talks very strongly about mental health, but like vaguely mentions him. Like yeah. to talk about like toxic relationships. That he did it to her. Yeah. Like yes. lose you love me. Like, oh, I could cry right now. <laughs> Absolutely. That song gets really sweet. It's really, really sweet. Well, let's move on to a couple who is uh, possibly together. We have been speculating about Brad Pitt's love life since his 
<laughs> Divorce from Angelina Lee, which has been 45 years, it's I believe. still happening, I believe. Still it's happening. So 45 years going on 50 years. <laughs> now there's a $250 million lawsuit against their wine company, Miraval, and the Vineyard, and the Russian oligarch company who they sold it to. Well, and now there's a skincare line in yeah, partnership, Brad, in partnership with the parent family who are the yeah. other, you know, the original owners of the Vineyard. It's, right. It is so messy, you guys. It is so messy, and it's going to continue on for another 400 years. Longer than Queen <laughs> Elizabeth's reign. I think this divorce <laughs> is going to go down. But he, Us Weekly, can confirm that he is, quote, hanging out and seeing, this language is really tough coming from these sources, but let's say casually dating, seeing each other, enjoying each other's bodies, perhaps. <laughs> you know, Emily Ratajkowski and Brad Pitt were seen at a restaurant in Paris. They were seen in a restaurant in New York a week later. They were both in Milan together at the same time this week. And yes, Us Weekly can confirm that they are hanging out, dating, call it whatever you want. You know the type. They are two hot people who are loving up on each other. Weird. What do you think as someone who, you know, has put yourself out there for Mr. Pitt a few I times? Mean, William Bradley she doesn't Pitt. Look happy. Listen, <laughs> our body types are not that different. Me and <laughs> Both the racks of life. Anyway, um, here's what I think, you guys. Stores, they're just like us. Yeah. When people are hanging out, casually seeing each other, here's what they are. They are two hot single people yeah. who are boinking. Boinking. Thank God you. bless. Yes. I hope they are enjoying each other's company. Me too. Bodies. And, <laughs> it, you know, is it going to last? Likely not. But I'm into this story. I am too. I totally see them together. I really prefer Amrata hanging out with Brad Pitt rather than hanging out with Pete Davidson, which yes. she might have been for a hot second. Yes, they were texting and communicating, and Brad Pitt's fan friend uploaded a picture of hanging out with Emily Rada. Brad Pitt was uh, in another photo that another one of his friends posted, so they were in Milan hanging out, and of as Gwen says, boinking. In Paris, in Milan, like. They're just like, classy like that. They're just um, like us. They, no, they're not. But I do think um, I Emrata is like estranged ex-husband is such a loser for a cheating uh, on her. And like, screw you, Sebastian how dare he? Totally. So like, good for her for getting that revenge. But it's mm -hmm. also so like the Leonardo DiCaprio and Gigi Hadid of it all, the Emrata and the Brad Pitt of it all. Like, I feel like these are all couples that everyone joked about yeah. potentially dating. Like yes. these breakups happened and now they're real. And it's like, did we manifest this? Of are course we, all, we did. Which is mm -hmm. like, what's happening? It we is are. so much yeah. We are hocus pocusing. I mean, yeah. yeah. Uh, what I, mean, I, I ship for now for both. What I like about it is that after Angelina Jolie, who is arguably one of the hottest people on the planet, most beautiful people, I mean, who could you go to other than Emily Ratajkowski, also one of like the hottest people on the planet? I mean, that doesn't really say I a lot for the relationship. I have some ideas. <laughs> Gwen Flamberg. <laughs> Just saying. She is still here. She's flying to Milan right now. <laughs> I'm sure they're in Paris. But I don't think we've seen the last of these two. No. But we have heard rumors that Brad is seeing some other people. But I mean, him, okay. him and Emily Rada have been like all over the world together. We know this is how celebrities do. They sort of start to travel with each other is a big, you know, relationship step with them where they don't just like stay at home and see each other when they go out, when they're traveling to different cities. That sort of means something is going on. He just launched he a skincare. It. It's true. He mm -hmm. just launched a skincare line and needs a little good publicity. Yeah. She is getting over marriage where her. He cheated on her so much. Yeah, his husband yeah. cheated on her. You know, yeah. listen.
have at it, have fun. Like this makes sense. Enjoy your boinking <laughs> on every city across Europe and these United States. <laughs> well, let's move on to a really tragic story. Uh, the superstar of the hit uh, "Bring It On," "All or Nothing," "In It to Win It," starring Solange Knowles and Hayden Panettiere. You just combined two "Bring It On" movies, but oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> it's "Bring It On," "All Wait, or Nothing," "Bring It It's on run it "All or Nothing," and I actually movie. really do like that. Sorry, "Bring It On," yeah, "All or Nothing." Yeah. If I wasn't I, wearing heels right now, I'd get up and dance and do a little "Bring It On." Dance. Yeah, oh, especially in Bring On that. 3, which Hayden Panettiere is in, there's quite the dance. Oh, and she's crumping. so bad at crumping. Yeah, but that's a great movie, and Solange is killer. Oh, Solange is Solange. Might be the best of the Bring It On franchise. I mean, I'm absolutely the original, but <laughs> the original and Hayden Panettiere's are definitely the yeah. best. I, I do love Bring It On too. It's a guilty pleasure that everyone hates. Oh yeah, I don't like that one. Um, but Hayden Panettiere, I always think of her as the girl in the bug with the tiny little Louis Vuitton Speedy yes, who is crumping from Bring It On. Um, but she ha she went on Red Table Talk. It's a good place to discuss her really, really rough issues. Uh, she has a child, Kaya, with Vlad, Vladimir, we call him. He is a mayor, we call him, that's his name. Klimchenko, or what is his, how do you pronounce Very his last name? Ukrainian last name. Yeah. Very Ukrainian last name. Oh, Klitschko. As a Ukrainian, Klitschko. Thank you. Vladimir Klitschko, proud of you. Um, you know, super high up, respected in Ukraine, uh, like seven feet tall and big. I've been in the same room with him once. He is the really? size of a door frame. Oh, yeah. He's also wide. And she's like 4'10". Yes. Um, but regardless, that's not what we're talking about. So Hayden, we knew that she gave up custody of her daughter Kaya when she was having her substance abuse issues and dating that guy Brian, and they oh, were horrible. horrible. Brian, Hickerson. Brian Hickerson getting in fights with each other, throwing hamburgers. It was a really, really hot mess. So in this week's episode of Red Table Talk, uh, and pregnant Kelly Osborne was a guest host, which was Willow just was a, like, "I'm going on vacation. Let's call Kelly Osborne. Let's call Kelly Osborne. Okay. She's pregnant. She's here. She She's fine." So. She sure does. She does. And it was it was really eye opening because. Hayden talked up about Hayden talked about the trauma that her daughter um, is going to experience when she's older because of Hayden giving her up and you know relinquishing custody to Vlad, and it's like it's so sad reading these quotes. Um, Hayden said that she went to live with her dad when she was almost three years old. She says, I also remember her dad calling me, telling me that Kaya is going around asking other women if she can call them mommy. Aww. My breath hitched and my heart stops and he was laughing. He thought it was funny and it was horrifying to me. First of all, Vlad, so not funny. Yeah, <laughs> not nice. Dark dark. He, she said he didn't get it opposed to me who saw that as a trauma reaction. That's a cry for help. I said, immediately, can I talk to my daughter? And when I asked her about it, she went into the Goo Goo Gaga talk, just talking gibberish. I've never heard her do that. It was traumas that she was experiencing, me not being around. She continued, as much as I have tried to explain to her how much she needs her mom and how it's going to rear its ugly head when she's older later and it can turn into anger, depression, sadness, but it's going to be trauma. You can explain it to someone who doesn't understand the concept or believe it until they're blue in a face. Now, she did speak about Kaya and said that she's, quote, an incredibly strong child. And obviously, the thing I was thinking about going through the situation between Ukraine and Russia has been really scary in so many ways. I can't imagine having a child in a war-torn country. Hayden said she has a very stoic child. When she gets really hurt, you can see her try to hold it back and really be like, I'm fine and dusted off and not want to be held. And she, Hayden said later in the episode that making this custody decision was, quote, very upsetting, as was this interview. I mean, what do you guys think about this quote? It's the most tragic story I've ever heard. Super, super sad. I always go back to how shockingly similar Hayden is to her Nashville mm -hmm. uh, character. character, Juliet Barnes. I mean, Through those I, mascara tears. 
she's just such mm-hmm. a little hot mess, and it makes yeah. me very, very sad. Yeah. God bless that Vlad for being uh, a single dad and a giant house of a human mm-hmm. to a little daughter. I think that's mm-hmm. very special, and oh, God, so It sad. is special, but hopefully, based on those quotes, it sounds like maybe he's not taking seriously the potential trauma that could be happening to Kaya. Yeah. And he's trying to be like, this is what it's like coming from someone with mental health struggles. Mm-hmm. This is what we could be expecting, and he's kind of laughing some of it off. You yeah. know, she's still young. Laughing so to not cry, maybe. Right. I think it's Hayden's coping mechanism, because we don't really know what he's saying or how he's acting. Or, right. Like her doing right. You know, right. I mean, right. it's, yeah. And maybe he's trying to you know, make light of a not dark situation. Be too heavy with Hayden, right. who has mental health issues. It's right. just, gosh, it's so sad, guys, and especially where there's a kid involved. Yeah. It's just, and he's sort of like a laughy guy. Like I, I met him once, and he's like much more like his laughy. close personal friend Travis. He was, my close he was, personal friend. Travis he was jokey as you were looking up at him. Uh, yeah, looking all the way up. <laughs> I was actually on a ladder and still looking up. Um, but he was like really laughy, like a very charismatic life of the party, and again wide as a door frame. Don't he has to turn to the side to like fit in everything. Um, but Hayden also said on the podcast or the Red Table Talk Facebook Live show um, that she was I was going to go work on myself I was going to get better and when I got better then things would change and she'd come to me and I could have my time with her but that didn't happen she said sad sad it's so sad and what I don't understand is I get that Kaya has the life in the Ukraine so she can't you know come back and live with Hayden and Hayden's probably still working on herself but it sort of sounds like Hayden has given up and Hayden is seemingly doing much better now is much more sober than she has been she kicked Brian Hickerson to the curb hope he's doing terribly mm-hmm. but just was probably in jail well maybe I mean it's a bad time to want to live in the Ukraine but in theory she could go to Ukraine. Yeah. And I understand why you don't want to live there at this point in time, but right. maybe don't uproot Kaya and go to her. Right, right. Yeah. If you're listening, Peyton Pantier. <laughs> Love your work and remember the Titans. Nashville. <laughs> Bring it on to three. Big fan, but just I liked your curly hair and Allie McBeal. Um, I loved you in the Disney the Ice Princess. Oh yeah. With the Rachel Trachtenberg. Iconic. Oh yeah. Well, we hope you get better. We hope your daughter is doing great and we're sorry for the trauma she will experience later in life because it is so, so sad. Well, again, I am Travis Cronin, Us Weekly's Entertainment Director with Graham Planberg and Sarah Huron, and thank you for helping me spill the piping hot celebrity. This week and we will be back next week with your weekly peek into the glamour glitter fashion fame of your favorite celebrities because after all they're They're just just like us us. with more money and depression and we will be back next week we'll see you then